This has been a really interesting week. It started Sunday morning around 7 when we got news that Kim's grandfather had passed. It wasn't a surprise. He's nearly 90 and very sick. We got that news, and within the hour of hearing that, I hear my daughter, my teenage daughter, bawling her eyes out in the bathroom. It turns out that her boyfriend had called her and broken up with her a few minutes before I heard her crying. So we had a lot of emotions, a lot of sadness and heartbreak going on Sunday morning. And there was a time in my life where I would have looked at all of that and thought, great, this is going to be one crap fest of a week, having to deal with the death and then all the, the logistics of getting family in and where are they going to stay. And then on top of that, my daughter's heartbreak and wanting to wring the neck of the kid that broke her heart and all this stuff, just rrr. But I didn't do that this time. I lifted each one up in prayer. And that's what I'm talking about today with you. With the family and the death of the grandfather, there have been a lot of emotions surrounding this, swirling around this. There are siblings that live in town, siblings that live out of town, and the ones that live in town had to take care of them, you know, 24-7 toward the end, while the ones that lived out of town didn't do anything. At least that's from the perspective of the siblings that live in town. You might be familiar with a situation like this. The people, the siblings living in town feel like they are doing all the work and they're blaming the others and you don't do anything. Nobody appreciates what I do. A lot of self-pity and anger directed at each other. And then you have the actual loss of their parent. And that just makes it all worse. There was a time in my life where I would have gotten down into it just for the sake of getting involved in a, in a mess. You know, we, sometimes we like to be in the midst of the battle, get to, jump into the fray and pick a side. And like, yeah, you're right. They don't do anything. You should get more credit or jump to the other side. And what's their problem? You live out of town. Why are they mad at you? You would do it if you could. It reminds me of a time years ago when I went airboat riding in a swamp. Not a big deal where I live because there are swamps around all around us. But this one particular time, our airboat got stuck on a tree stump and I had to jump out. Well, not by myself, all the guys. They made all the guys get out to push this airboat off the stump. And we stepped into the mud and I sank down to my knees immediately, just like quicksand almost. And it stunk. Ugh. Well, the rest of the day, I smelled like that nasty swamp mud. And that's kind of like what, you know, if I would have jumped into the fray with the, with the siblings and gotten involved with that, I would have just gotten into the muck and gotten it all over me. But instead, I lifted each one up in prayer. I, in imagination, in my mind's eye, I lifted each one of them up, each family member, and instead of sympathizing with them, I empathized with them, put myself in their shoes. And instead of matching my emotions and my feelings to theirs, I, in my mind's eye, I lifted them up into a happier state. I saw them radiant, full of joy, full of love. 
not to wipe away the mourning and the loss, this, this loss that they, you know, they're going to go through and feeling this loss of their loved one. I mean, we're all feeling it, this grandfather-sized hole in our lives after he's gone from this, this section of time. But he's not gone for good. He's not gone at all. There is no death. But there's still this mourning that those close to him are going through. I'm not talking about getting rid of that, but I'm talking about moving them from the state of self-pity and blame and finger-pointing and, and hatred toward each other. I'd lift the, each one of them up and see each one of them smiling, full of life, full of love. And throughout the week, I did what First Thessalonians says to do, pray without ceasing. And prayer means motion toward so that's what I did. I went within, saw them in my mind's eye, lifted them out of that state of self-pity and saw them full of life and just loved them in prayer, in imagination, put my arms around them, each one. And I did that all week, every day, still doing it when they come to mind. And with my daughter, it's as a parent and as a dad, you know, it's like, it was different with my boys. Uh, when, you know, if you're, if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a parent of boys and girls, then you know, you can see the difference. But to see your baby girl crying and heartbroken, oh, that's not fun. But instead of getting, you know, living out all these conversations in my mind that I would like to tell the boy, I just focused on my daughter and did the same with her as I did with my in-laws. I just saw her in imagination. I lifted her up, saw her smiling, full of life, full of love and happy. And I prayed without ceasing. Every time I thought of her, that she'd come up in my mind, I would lift her up into a happier state, a state of happiness and joy. And she's doing great now not saying that she's not sad, doesn't miss her boyfriend, but what we're called to do is to pray for others, lift others up in prayer, in imagination. Job did it. In fact, the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends. So when we do it for others, we're actually doing it for ourselves. We're praying for them, lifting them up in imagination but we're doing that for ourselves as well. The Bible says that there is only one body. There is one body and one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Hmm. Oh, I love that verse. I know I quote it often on here. Neville Goddard in his lecture, Bear Ye One Another's Burdens, says, Many a man is a failure today because no one ever believed he could be otherwise. So I say to you, if you believe there is only one being and only one cross, you will lift the cross from a seeming other. Lift them up. See them as the person you would like to see them be, as they would like to be. Lift them up out of the self-pity. Lift them up out of the brokenness lift them up 
and hold that in your mind's eye and see that every time they come to mind. Put them in that new state of love and radiance, vibrancy. Love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.